Welcome to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'll be your host for today. This program is powered in part by the Wounded Warrior Project to honor and empower post 9-11 injured service members, veterans, and their families. MSEC is thrilled to invite you to Washington, D.C. to attend the MSEC Global Summit July 18th through the 20th. We are back in person for the first time in two years with exciting sessions built on creating environments of belonging and connection for military kids, parents, and teachers. Come network, learn, and engage with us. Find out more at militarychild.org, and we hope to see you all at the MSEC Global Summit this summer. One of the topics being discussed this year at the summit relates to military children who are also caregivers. When a military family member needs extra support, it can mean big adjustments for everyone in the family. Tara Gleason from MSEC had the opportunity to chat with Rosita and her friend Rocio to discuss how to embrace this unique situation with a sense of family togetherness. Let's listen to this very special conversation. My name is Tara Gleason and I will be your host. If you are listening to the opening music, then you know we have some special guests joining us today. I'd like to welcome Rosita and Rocio Galarza, both from Sesame Street. Good morning to you both and thank you for chatting with me. Good morning, thank you for having us. Good morning, Miss Tara and everybody. It's so exciting to be here. <laughs> Well, we're beyond excited for you to be here also. Rosita, I think you've been on this show before, but for our listeners who don't know, how old are you? Well, uh, hello, listeners. This is just so exciting. I am five years old. Yes, actually, I'm five and a half. Yeah, almost six. Yeah. Well, my niece, Emmy, is five and is very excited to celebrate her birthday in May. What do you do to celebrate birthdays? Oh, well, happy birthday to her. She's having a birthday in May. It was so exciting. Well, I love birthdays because um, I like to celebrate uh, birthdays, not just mine, but my friends and my family all together. We have, uh, we have get togethers with family and friends and we play games. And uh, you know what is a tradition in my house? We get to decorate the cake together with our friends and family. And actually, in my last birthday, um, we were decorating my cake. And, and uh, Elmo and I, we got icing everywhere. <laughs> I had icing in my nose. He had icing in his in his top of his head. And we were trying to uh, clean it. And it was bad. But it was so much fun. And... And I like birthdays because we get all together, right? Do you like birthdays? I love birthdays. And that sounds like such a fun family tradition and a tradition with your friend Elmo. Can you tell me more about your family? Oh, well, in my family, oh, my familia. Okay, it's my daddy, um, and then my mommy and my abuela, my grandmother lived with us, lives with us. And, and it's me and we are, you know, we live in Sesame Street. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My papi, uh, it's a veteran. He, he used to be in the military and I'm very proud of him. And my mommy is just the best mommy. 
And my abuela, she likes she likes to teach me how to cook. Actually, on Sunday, you know what she did? She taught me how to make uh, pineapple tamales um, that I love. And, but I did more eating than, than cooking. But, you know, you know, it's the tamales are so good. But, yeah, that's my family. So we have a family member in the military. And Rocio was telling me your poppy was also in the military. And you were just telling me he was a veteran. Yes, I'm very proud of him. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and sometimes, well, you know, because uh, your listeners and you, your military families, you know, sometimes it's hard when they go for long periods of times and you miss them a lot. And I, then you are so happy when they get home. Yeah, yeah. And now we have him on home all the time. I'm sure you're so happy to have your poppy home, but also maybe sad since things are different. Yeah, well, things are different. Um, and we're learning little by little to do, um, you know, new things together. Uh, and the things that we, well, because some things, you know, my, my poppy is in a wheelchair now. So um, we, we had to, to learn to do new things together and the old things that we used to do like you know my papi and i our favorite thing was to uh play soccer we call it football um but here is soccer so we used to like to play soccer and um and now we just uh we we, we can do that the way we used to do it but we play other games um i like to uh race him he's actually very fast in his wheelchair he's really funny um and we still play guitar um, we we used to like to dance, but now, um, you know, we I, I kind of jump into his wheelchair and he is very good dancer. Um, um, and you know what, now thinking when you were asking me about my family, my family and I like to have picnics together and we play music and we all dance together and we share stories. So we still do that. One of the things that my my papi told me is that maybe things change now. Uh, but the love that we have for each other, and that doesn't change at all. We still love each other a lot. And yes, sometimes I'm a little sad and have big feelings, but my mommy says that feeling sad, it's okay. It's okay because it's like when you have sunny days and you have cloudy days and then you have stormy days and it's okay. Uh, so when you have that kind of feelings, it's okay too. Absolutely. And I think it's so important to always share your feelings because your parents love you and they would want to know. Family is kind of like being on a team and sometimes we must help our teammates, right? Exactly like a team. You are absolutely right, Miss Tara. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do to help your poppy? Oh, well, I try to... Um, well, to uh, help him with his wheelchair where, where he wants me to to take him sometimes and go to physical therapy together and we all cheer him up. And then um, my papi and I will love, will, will love, love, love to play music and write songs together. And uh, believe it or not, we play hide and seek. <laughs> Sometimes he helps me build my fort, um, and and we 
and my mommy helps us too with my daddy. We all help each other. And and even Rocio and people on Sesame Street um help us too so we don't feel alone. Well, thank you so much. I bet he really likes it when you do that with him, when you write songs with him. Yeah, and I like that and I like that too because I love my papi. <laughs> thank you so much. Every family handles daily activity and routines differently. When we face what's ahead as a family together, we are stronger. Thank you so much for talking with me, Rosita. If it's okay when we finish the podcast, we're going to play your favorite song, that Mi Familia Sunny Day song. Oh, yes. I like that song. I love to sing that song with my familia. I also want to tell my friends that they're listening. Um, that is, like you were saying, Listara, that is good to speak to talk to to a grown-up when they have big feelings and your friends because that helped me a lot. And it's okay to feel sad. I also want to tell them that I do some things when I feel sad. I just want to say that, that I my mommy told me that it will help me. And what I do is I build, I always like to build a fort with blankets and pillows in my room. And then I go inside with my lobbies and my guitar and I feel very comfortable there. And when I'm not able to be at home and I cannot build a fort, um, I have, you know, I'm able to think about my room that I love my room and that my home and like, and I count and that makes me feel good too. So there's a lot of ways for you to feel your stormy and, and sad feelings and always remember to talk to a grown up and your friend, you're not alone. That helped me a lot too and my daddy too. That is so helpful to always talk to friends and families and others. So thank you so much for sharing those ideas. Oh, thank you. So also joining us from Sesame Street is Rocio Galarza. Welcome and how fortunate you are to have such a neat young lady like Rosita living on Sesame Street. I know she's fantastic. Thank you so much for having us both. And she shares a, a, her wonderful story to help children uh, going through very similar circumstances. So the topic of children who are part of the caregiving process is a focus for many organizations. Some have coined the phrase hidden helpers for these kiddos. Why does Sesame Street feel this area is so important to support? Well, throughout the years, as you know, we started our Sesame Street for Military Families project in 2006. And throughout the years, families have been telling us uh, of the many challenges that they've gone through and also of, of some of the, the wonderful experiences that they have as military families, later as veterans. Sesame Street for Military Families has addressed many, many of the challenges of military families. And one of them was actually injuries. Very early on, families told us that some of the service members were coming back with injuries, uh, visible and invisible injuries. Um, but they were also telling us that addressing that on, in the moment was helpful but that there were many changes that the family was going through because the injuries evolved. And the children that were part of these families were experiencing all of these different changes and needed more support. They were always helping the family. They had a lot of empathy and care for, for the family and they were hidden helpers. They were helping the family cope with, with the many changes that we're going through. But of course, they were also telling us that with these changes, children were learning new skills as well. So it was this balance between 
helping the family cope with the challenges, but also the family having, like Rosita was saying, sunny days, sometimes cloudy days, and some sometimes stormy days. So for us, it was very important to bring the child's point of view and, and highlight these families that were going through caregiving uh, challenges, but also the things that they were doing together to celebrate how strong they are as well. Yeah, I really like sharing both sides of that because we know that there's the new skills that come together and also the challenges and then it's okay to feel all those feelings along the way because we know that they're going to arise. Sesame Street has done so many wonderful things to help military families to include a website that is specific to military culture. Would you tell us more about what is on your website for families and what specific resources you provide on the topic of family caregiving? Mm-hmm. For Sesame Street for MilitaryFamilies.org, we have activities, videos, articles, you name it. We have all sorts of multimedia resources that tackle a range of, of situations sometimes, but also of moments where military families also connect with one another. We tackle things like short-term assignment, uh, feeling nervous because of visiting a new doctor, uh, because of transitions and relocations. We tackle so many different things. Most recently, we have temporary duty assignment uh, materials, as well as some assignments that um, are more on the longer term, but that also uh, bring about some adjustments for children and their families. We have materials and new resources that help military families celebrate that rich diversity in the military community around racial literacy. And we see their really strong sense of identity and of standardship of military families coming to play. And as I mentioned before, the transitions, relocation come with a lot of changes. And one of them is healthcare transitions where um, children are visiting new doctors, dentists, and, and these are big experiences for young kids. So we provide materials to help them get acquainted with these new medical providers and understand their role in these new visits as well. I love that site and all those resources. I wanna highlight one of them that stuck out to me and it was the I love the teamwork handout that uses the acronym, we all love acronyms in the military, T-E-A-M. Will you elaborate for our listeners about what it stands for and how families can incorporate it into their routine? Mm-hmm. Well, for caregiving families, uh, as we mentioned, we have uh, an array of, of materials. Some of them are printable materials. And the reason why we create printable materials is because families have told us throughout the years, give me a reminder, give me an activity that reminds me of the things that I do as a family already. But in those tough situations, sometimes that helps me understand my own strength. And one of those reminders was this team activity sheet. Team stands for we talk together, we encourage one another, we appreciate one another, and we motivate one another. And it is a chant. It is uh, something that families can be saying, whether they have sunny days or cloudy days, but they can be saying as a family, as a reminder of all of the wonderful things that they are already doing to support one another, talking, encouraging, appreciating, and motivating one another. And that is one one of the wonderful things about caregiving families. They really are a team. They do this every day in their everyday routines. They work together for the benefit of everyone in the family. I could picture that team resource 
being printed off, coloring and putting it up on the refrigerator as a reminder, as you said. So I really loved that one. Another impressive resource for me was the article called Children's Questions About Caregiving. Often as parents, we don't always know how to answer our kids' questions or even start the conversation. So I found that one really helpful as well. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that was very important to us is that we know that children's questions might shift and might, might evolve the same way that the family is evolving in their journey. And we wanted to provide some ideas of what some of the, the talking points could be when children ask about some of these questions. And, and that might come, sometimes might come up out of the blue, uh, but if you have them previously, if you know, if you have the, the article there and you have some ideas, it might help you answer those questions in the moment. So I understand that all of your materials are also available in Spanish. How would families access that version? Mm -hmm, absolutely. All of these materials are free for families in English and in Spanish on Sesame Street for militaryfamilies.org. And it's as easy as clicking on the Espanol little <laughs> section of the site. Espanol. Si está en inglés y en español. We love that those materials are accessible to anyone. So thank you for sharing how those materials can be accessed in Spanish. So, Rosio, I have one final question for you. For those families that are just starting the journey of caregiving, what would you want to share with them? Well, there is one very important message that you will see in all of our materials for caregiving, because um, from parents that have gone through it to providers that are providing some support, they've always told us is the most important one. And the message is asking for help is always a brave step. For every family that is starting this journey, you don't have to do this alone. In fact, you're not alone. There are many people that are around you that will want to help, but you have to reach out. The family is going to benefit from that reaching out and you will create a circle of care. That circle of care can be of a few people, it can be of many, but you'll find that having those people that are there to support you, that are there sometimes just to hear you when you need to, to talk to someone, become really, really important in your journey. Absolutely, that circle of care is so important. I want to thank you both for joining me today and thank you for your dedication to supporting our service members and their families. We're going to close out with Rosita's favorite song, Mi Familia Sunny Day Song. We hope you found today's episode informative and don't forget to register for the MSEC Global Summit in D.C. this July 18th through the 20th. Find out more at militarychild.org backslash MGS. In closing, We'd also like to thank again the Wounded Warrior Project for making today's podcast possible. You've been listening to the MSEC Podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. Until next time, live. Free. Free.